Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Time to treat you to another encore show here at the Advertising Show. It's being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at edage.com. The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. Back in 09, we had the pleasure of chatting with CEO Paul Rand of Zocalo, explaining how to change, target, engage, and measure your online and offline audience. It was great information back then. And it's still valuable and very pertinent today here on the Advertising Show. Uh, prior to launching uh, the Zocalo Group, uh, Paul was partner and global chief development and innovation officer at uh, Ketchum. A well-known name is a member of the firm's global executive committee. He's also served as director of Ketchum's global technology practice and managing director of uh, Ketchum Midwest. He has more than 20 years strategic communications experience with expertise in corporate, industry analyst, uh, financial, crisis, employee, B2B, media and marketing communications, and as the founder and CEO of Corporate Technology Communications, Paul led CTC to becoming the Midwest's largest independent corporate and technology communications firm and among the most respected in the nation. Omnicom Ketchum acquired CTC in uh, June of 2001. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Men, nothing takes it off like Noxima medicated shave. On The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth out of Chicago this weekend, our very special guest is the president and CEO of Zocalo. It's Paul Rand. Paul, it is a sincere pleasure to have you here. Welcome to The Advertising Show. Thanks. Awful nice to be here. Yeah, other than the fact that uh, your firm, Zocalo, is owned by uh, Omnicom, let, give us a little background on your services and who some of your clients are that we might recognize by name, Paul. Sure. Well, we are, as you mentioned, we're part of Omnicom, part of Ketchum, and uh, we're about a three-year-old agency with about 40 people based here in Chicago and work with a number of companies, uh, very large brands across the CPG space, food space, restaurant space, um, auto space, um, all of whom I think recognize um, the power of having a talkable brand, uh, a brand that becomes recommended, and, and, and particularly the ability to measure it. And uh, even as you, you talked a second ago about uh, you know, the other guest on the program and this idea of the one-way interruption and the ability to figure out how in the world do you figure out how to truly engage with consumers today um, more than you ever have before. And ultimately, um, if you can get them to recommend your product or service, um, that becomes the best endorsement you can possibly have. So the referral is, a, is, is powerful and big and it's something that is very necessary, isn't it? It is. And, you know, in study after study, you see numbers well over 90% of all consumers, um, and this applies on the B2B side as well, will still tell you that the number one influence on their purchase behavior is the recommendation either of a friend or a family member of somebody that they trust. The number one thing by, by over 90% 
And when you hear stats like that, and, and it certainly goes into what you know in your heart is what you experience every day, um, then, then the ability to say, well, how in the world as a marketer do I figure out how to take advantage of this? And my other role, and I think you mentioned this in the setup, is serving as president-elect of a group called WOMA, or the Word of Mouth Marketing Association, also based here in Chicago. And there's about 450 brands that are part of that. And all of them, again, know that while they can't control how they get recommended, the ability to figure out why somebody would talk about you, how to get them to talk about you in a way that you want and to help guide it in that direction um, really fundamentally changes the role of marketing and the way uh, companies start interacting with their consumers. Um, but if you can actually really make an impact on it and measurement, measure it, which you can, mm-hmm. um, then, then you can certainly have a big, big impact on the brand. You know, I uh, know a few weeks ago, the FTC published its final guidelines regarding paid endorsements and testimonials. You, along with Walma, had been very much involved working with the FTC to update their regulations. Can you bring us up to date on the uh, more significant uh, changes that are going to be coming about? Yeah, you know, it's something that uh, I think we all knew because the, the guidelines for the FTC um, in this area had not been updated since the 80s. And, of course, with the advent, the explosion of social media, um, it was high time that these things end up being reviewed. And, and I think back to the comment of a few moments ago when we realized just how important um, that recommendation is and that trust is, um, that it's not surprising that the idea of trying to figure out how to make sure that that trust is not abused becomes more important by the day. Um, you know, it was fascinating because I was actually in New York um, on that Monday morning at the, at the NAD conference um, when I was sitting at breakfast getting ready to do a panel discussion um, with Mary Engel from the FTC. And as we're getting ready to go up and, and, uh, and, and do the panel discussion, she says over breakfast, oh, by the way, we're releasing the guidelines um, at the time that we're doing our panel. And so it was like, well, I guess that changes the discussion we're going to have in front of this big group. Um, yeah. So I think everybody was expecting it, but I think it, getting it out there and people realizing it's here, it's real, it goes into effect December 1st, it fundamentally, for a lot of companies, does change the way they've been communicating. Um, it, it, it has the potential of really having an impact on their business. The net net behind it, I think particularly when it comes to the, the social media and the word-of-mouth space, is affecting um, what, what in essence can become a sponsored conversation. And even though it is a very thick document that comes out, the, the basic gist behind it all is that if I am a marketer and I am looking to try to have somebody online, a blog, a, um, another social networking site, whatever the case might be, if I'm asking them and giving them a product to talk about a review, I simply ask them to disclose it. And to tell the, the, the blogger that if you're going to write about this, then please make mention that, that I've given it to you to try. And if I'm a blogger, it's simply meaning to say, hey, listen, the ex-baby company gave me this product, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm, I'm here writing about it, but I was given it as a, as a sample. It actually is not a whole lot more complicated than that. That basically is kind of following the guidelines that WOMA established more than four and a half years ago. Um, it's just that now they're being formalized to make sure that those best practices really come into life. You know, just in the, uh, what do we have, Ray, a minute, minute and a half here? Uh, about a minute and a half, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, just in the minute and a half we have left here, Tom, uh, Paul, can you uh, give us just your thoughts on social media tools for entrepreneurs? I know a lot of people tend to think of YouTube and 
Twitter and a few other, the obvious. Uh, but, you know, there's so much more out there with Monitor, User Voice, MailChimp, so many other social media opportunities. I'm not sure the entrepreneur really understands how to leverage social media these days. Well, you know, and, and I, I'm going to give the answer that, that I give a lot of times when the question is, oh, what social media tools should I be using? And I, and I want to get this away because in a year's time, you're not going to be asking me what social media tools I should be doing. It's just going to become the way that we do business. And, and I think more importantly, what entrepreneurs can start realizing is that what they want to do is figure out how do they create an engagement talking, listening, sharing with people that are either going to be buying from them or influencing that purchase mm-hmm. in some really meaningful ways. And so it could be that they want to be an expert and be seen as an expert in an area, and having a blog uh, um, could be very influential for them. It could be that having um, a Twitter account that would feed information, but focused information, not just you know, blather that goes out there becomes very relevant. It could be any number of sites of using LinkedIn or using Facebook. But rather than simply the, how do I use social media? I I remember six months ago having a a very large company say, coming and say, just get me a Twitter account. And, And hopefully we're getting out of the, you know, the, 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 the phase where, it's social media because I have to be in social media and the playtime's over. And the fundamental shift that we're experiencing in marketing is if I'm going to be a relevant brand today, I have to break my habit of that one-way communication, really listen to and understand why a consumer would recommend or buy my product and help them do more of it. And those brands that are getting it are getting really big competitive advantage, and those that don't are going to really start falling increasingly by the wayside. I wonder what happened. Paul Rand is our special guest out of Chicago president and CEO of the Socolo Group and uh, with Ray Schillens and Brad Forsyth here on The Advertising Show. We'll continue here in just a moment. Stay with us. Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. Back with you here with uh, Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth on the Advertising Show. So glad you're here as well. Our uh, guest this weekend is out of Chicago. His name is Paul Rand, President and CEO of Zocalo. Zocalogroup.com is the website if you'd like to find out more, and we hope you do. You know, Paul, I'm so amazed at um, the two types of... Uh, uh, advertisers or businesses, ones that aren't, don't have a clue, still aren't sure about the website thing, okay, and uh, and 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 don't have a clue about uh, the opportunities uh, for social media or uh, the opportunity to reach out to people in that area. That's number one. So they're they're not engaging in it because they they just don't want. They're ignoring it. And the second one is, yeah, I know it's out there, but I know that some people might say some not-so-nice things about my product, and I don't know where I, whether I want to go there or not. I mean, what's, what's going on with that? It's been, it's been around for long enough, don't you think, that folks might uh, be catching on to that kind of stuff? Well, you, you know, it's a great question, and, and you know, it, it, word of mouth, of course, has been, been ever since our, our, our evolution began, word of mouth has been a, a, a critical development and one of the ways people find out information. Uh, it, of course, really caught on when the Internet and, and all the social networking began taking place for two fronts. 
I now have the ability to block out information that I don't want to get, and I also have the ability of sharing information and also and almost having a megaphone or being a journalist um, on my own to share information with all sorts of people. Um, it, it's interesting, and, and you guys I know are connected in with that age, and one of the stories that Michael Bush had in the uh, October 26th um, issue uh, was headlined is media market shrinks PR passes up reporters and pitches directly to consumers this idea where companies are all realizing that they have to create that engagement and that connection is really um, is, is pervasive and, and every company's begin realizing it it probably is a reason why word of mouth at least according to the research firm PQ media is the fastest growing of the advertising segments expected to grow almost up to I guess three and a half billion um, within the next year and a half um, and that's a significant 50-60% growth even where it was just a couple of years ago. So this ability of, of companies saying, how do I find a way to connect with and talk with consumers so that they will talk and share my brand is really becoming a very, very dominant force. And, and companies um, don't have a choice but to, to number one, uh, participate um, because they're being talked about. And then they have, a, they have to decide, well, am I going to just sit back or do I actually want to become part of this and figure out how to help channel it in the right direction? Yeah, you know, it seems to me that where we are with social media today is where we were with websites back in late 90s, early 2000s, where people are going there. They're becoming socially... Uh, they're 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 participating on social platforms only because they think they're supposed to. Right. Now, I'm not saying that about all companies, but many are, and they'll figure it out. As you pointed out, six months to a year from now, it'll all become clear. Today, I think many companies are feeling their way through. You know, and your company has a, a special digital footprint, if you will, in terms of being able to measure social media and earned online engagement for effectiveness. Talk a little bit about how you guys, for your own clients, are able to feed back to them how well they're doing with the kind of social media usage that you guys recommend for your clients and execute for your clients. Sure. Um, I, w I want to preface, I think, answering that question with a very important acknowledgement, and that is that we know that word of mouth occurs both online and offline. Well over 80%, probably anywhere from 80 to 90, still occurs offline. And so I want to be very thoughtful that even though we're going to spend a lot of time talking about social media, it also very much translates and has to be played in the offline world as well. What we do know is that what we are finding out conversation-wise online directly really has a lot of parallels to what's happening in the offline world on top of it. Our primary business, and the business of not only Zocalo Group but WOMA, is this idea of helping create talkable brands and helping them become recommended um, by, by leading influencers and consumers to others. One of the things that still really perplexes the industry is how in the world do I start measuring social media in particular? To make it easy, I want to divide social media and online engagement into three very simple buckets. Paid, owned, and earned. Paid is, of course, what we've been seeing with the online advertising going on for, for quite a while. And, and there is a very distinct skill set that's involved with understanding where and how to buy that and place it. Owned is this idea of what are, what's the site that I put up and the information that I own that's out there. Earned is the area that we focus on, which is how do we want people talking about us and sharing information. And that's the area that our work called the Digital Footprint Index measures. And basically what that does is help brands understand where and how and why are they talked about today 
And we talk about it both in height, the volume of the conversation, depth um, is really the, the how much um, of key messages and sentiment is going in the direction the company wants, and width, which is actually how much is that information being shared. But if a brand is very clear about how they want to be talked about and shared, the ability to say, I'm going to measure that and measure it against my competitors becomes a very, very valuable thing. Very special guest is uh, Paul Rand, president and CEO of Zocalo Group out of Chicago. And uh, we're going to continue here, another segment with Paul on the advertising show, being powered by Shipple.com. It's uh, S-C-H-I-P-U-L.com and an incredibly powerful platform called Tendency for Marketing and such. So check it out at uh, Shibble.com. More with uh, Paul and Ray and Brad in just a minute. Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to TheAdvertisingShow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Welcome back, Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth here at the Advertising Show with a very special guest out of uh, Chicago, B two B Magazine's Top One Hundred Marketer in two thousand four and two thousand six. Uh, what else here? Uh, you see him and hear him uh, in all sorts of media: the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, Business Week, National Public Radio. Well, you were on the car show. You had a car problem, is that right, Paul? That's, <laughs> That's it. that was your appearance, is it? You know, guys, I I kind of know the carburetor My doesn't work. Killing me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Anyway, Paul, it's good to have you here. Uh, you know, you mentioned those the, the the three points prior to the break. I would assume that all of those points are of equitable importance uh, in the overall scheme. Is that right? Yeah, you know, and, and I think you're referring to, the, to really looking at online um, activity, both in the, the category of paid and owned and earned. And, and they all three, you're absolutely right, are essential for a brand to, under, to really find a way of just communicating almost on a 360 level with its community and its, its, and its key influencers. And, and I think what, although we know the importance um, of word of mouth on, across so many different segments. It is not by a second to diminish the importance of traditional advertising, of traditional online activities, and, and many other things. Um, all these things do have to work in conjunction. But it is back to that point on the earn side that if we do know that typically over 90% of all people say that that recommendation is the top driver for purchase of their brands, Mm -hmm. then we better figure out how to make sure we're we're playing a role in that um, and and, and more importantly, measuring it. And and I'm not sure if we have time now or not, but I I can also point out there's some very, very distinct steps that go into getting word of mouth right, um, and and it's not as hard as, as it might think. I was hoping to set that up for you, so you already did. You have the eight essentials of getting word of mouth marketing right on your website, and you guys, uh, why don't you go ahead and start with the one that is, uh, know what people are saying about you and how they are recommending you right now. Yeah, and I think maybe even for brevity, let me shrink it down to to, to even five areas that I think are very, very doable. Um, Know, change, target, engage, and measure. And number one is no. And the very simple level is any brand out there can go online and figure out how people are talking about them and their competitors and how they're recommending them. Oftentimes, it is very different than what their current advertising messages is or other things. So knowing how people are talking and recommending in your space is critical and how you fit into it becomes really very straightforward. If you don't know that, you're kind of going up against the wall. 
Number two is this idea, we talk about it as creating a shareable story. And this is kind of changing the conversation to be the right one. But if I know how I want people to recommend me, then I need to figure out what's the story I want them sharing. Oftentimes, again, companies figure out their advertising or their positioning message, but haven't gone as far as saying, how do I want to be recommended? And sometimes, you know, um, it could be that, you know, people don't talk in taglines. So really understanding how people are recommending and crafting the story to be how you want to be recommended becomes essential. Third category is target. And you can look online very simply and figure out quite quickly what are the most influential blogs or outlets in your category. You can also do that in the online influencer world, in the offline influencer world. So knowing who the leading thought leaders are that are shaping discussions, be it around healthy eating or otherwise, if they don't buy your story and don't embrace what you're doing, when the average consumer goes and checks out what's going on and the experts aren't endorsing you, there's a disconnect. So there really has to be this whole ecosystem of influencers that are buying off on your proposition, or you might get buzzed, but you'll never get sustainable word of mouth. The fourth category is engage. And this very simply means, back what we've been talking about all the way through there, of how do I engage the influencers and my leading consumers to be connected to my brand? And the ability to stay engaged and connected is not saying, I'm only going to talk to you when I have a special. It ties into your customer service, ties into product development. But consumers today are now being programmed to and appreciating having a connection with a brand on an ongoing level. And when they don't get it, they're going to move on to a brand that actually gives it to them. And finally, the last one is something that we call, uh, obviously, the idea about measurement. And you mentioned before the Digital Footprint Index. But the ability to go to a brand and the brand's leadership and say, I can tell you exactly how we've increased the conversation, the understanding of our brand, and the sharing of our information, particularly against our competitors, can be a very, very powerful thing. So if we do know how important word of mouth is, and, and if I go through those five steps and you hear them, and, and you know, it, it isn't complicated, but it is deliberate. And, and so that ability, and I think you're going to continue to see as, as word of mouth as an industry grows, more and more companies realizing how to embrace this and just make it part of how they're doing business. Paul, that uh, absolutely drives us to the next break, and what a great ending there. A lot of good information. And uh, we invite our, our listeners as well to, uh, to go to ZocaloGroup.com uh, to find out more. But what a, what a cool uh, opportunity to learn more about what you've been up to, and uh, good job. Great to have you here. Well, thanks, and uh, I'd love folks to check, obviously, out the Zocalo site, but also if they have a chance to check out Wilma.org, particularly in the ethics section, I think we'll get some fabulous information there. Thank you for that uh, additional plug. We appreciate that. And uh, thanks again for being on the Advertising Show. Rachel and Brad Forsythe here. In just a moment, we'll continue. Paul Rand, thank you so much for being a part of this Encore Show. The Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show, a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production, and we will talk to you again soon. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications, and it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.